What is up, everybody? You're tuning in to the Riddle Me That podcast with your host, Alex Riddle. You are tuning into the pilot episode of this new podcast. It feels really good to be back. Hashtag Riddle is back. Hashtag the return. If you guys have followed my short-term radio career, I had a sports talk show, Alex and Alex, in the afternoon on Facebook Live. Shout out to Alex Tentato, a.k.a. Stinky, as being one of the co-founders of the show. Shout out to Matthew Friello as being one of the key hosts that I ran the show with. I couldn't have done it without you guys. But I'm happy to be entering the next phase of my radio career, which is this podcast. Uh, This is going to be a sports-minded podcast. Uh, So most of the topics that I'll be talking about will be about sports. But I know that all my viewers out there aren't as into sports as I am. I don't think everybody is. But So I'll be talking about other topics going on in the world, whether if it's going on in my life or my friends or family's life or just a funny video I see online. I'll be talking about it. I think I was just lazy before. Yes, I think lazy is a good word, uh, which is a big reason why I didn't start this podcast before. I was using work as an excuse to not be doing this. Uh, After college, I became a tennis instructor at Wilmette Tennis Club and also a PE teacher at Old St. Mary's Catholic School in Chicago. Uh, I worked both jobs part-time, so I was able to do both. Uh, And I actually had a very busy schedule, and I made it so that I told myself I can't do a podcast. I'm doing that, but that's total BS as there's always time for a podcast to be made. And I think right now, during this pandemic, is a perfect time to start. Uh, I'm currently quarantined in my parents' basement. Uh, Got two screens down here now. I kind of made it into my man cave, uh, playing NBA 2K on one, watching HBO on the other. So accomplishing great things down here, but I thought I'd accomplish a little more with this new uh, sports podcast. Uh, Today, obviously, it's the pilot, so the formatting's a little funky. I won't always have this prolonged intro in the beginning, but I just wanted to tell you guys what was up with me and my life uh, and also about the different segments that I'll be having during this show. So besides the topics that are at hand, I'll be having the Riddles Rant segment, uh, which is personally my favorite, where I'll just be ranting about something that is just pissing me off in life or I stumbled upon something that I just thought was puzzling, so I'd want to rant about it. Uh, We're going to have the G4 Spotlight section uh, for whoever knows me knows that My grandma is a big figure in my life. Uh, We call her G-Force. I don't know why. It just flows. Uh, But she is a ray of sunlight, and she brings great joy in my life. So in this segment, I'll be talking about something that's making me happy uh, or something else that has made someone close to me happy. So that'll be a fun segment. Uh, We're going to have the Flick of the Week segment where I will jump into a show or a movie that I stumbled upon and be talking about that. I'm a big movie TV series guy. Uh, So I'll promise I won't spoil it. Well, I can't promise that I'll probably spoil a little bit, uh, but that'll be a fun segment to dive into. And then we're also going to have the bet of the week. So right now, obviously with sports not being a big factor in life, this will be more of a funny segment um, that I'll be displaying. But once sports are progressing It'll be more of a serious segment as all for all the betters out there, I'll be trying to win you guys money. Uh, so that'll be awesome. But yeah, I'm excited to get this going. Uh, this will be uploaded on Spotify and Facebook and Instagram. So there'll be a, it'll be on every platform 
uh, feasible for everybody. So yeah, this is going to be a great time. I'm really excited to get going. So diving into the first topic here, actually the first topic uh, ever on the Riddle Me That podcast, uh, I thought there'd be no better way to start than to talk about the Michael Jordan documentary, The Last Dance. It's been an unbelievable time watching that with my family. Uh, Me and my mom and dad have been watching it every Sunday night at 8 Uh, o'clock. We've actually made a tradition out of it that we've had homemade cookies made for my mom each time, uh, chocolate chip, oatmeal scotties, anything you can name, she's made it. Uh, it's been great having this time during this pandemic to have something to watch. The The show is supposed to be taking place over the summer around the NBA finals, but obviously basketball has been canceled, so it got moved up to end of April. So for all us sports addicts out there, it was a dream come true. So we actually had some sports content to enjoy. I think the thing that I got taken most from this show has been just how much I fucking hate the the Detroit Pistons. The episodes three and four really dove into the Bad Boys era and how the Bulls weren't able to get past the Pistons with Bill Lambeer, Isaiah Thomas. I mean, my God, thank you, Bulls, for beating the Pistons the third time. I mean, if you would have lost to the Pistons the third time, I don't. There never. There might never. There might not have ever been a Jordan era. I mean, that Pistons team was grueling. They just played so dirty, and even to this day, they just don't. They don't recognize how dirty they were. I mean, they do recognize, but they will never take back what they did. And each game, Michael Jordan driving to the lane would just get pummeled. I mean, the coaches for the Pistons were being interviewed. And they were literally telling their players to play dirty. I mean, that would never happen in today's era of basketball. But they were able to get away with it uh, in the late 80s, early 90s. And just the way it ended. I mean, the Bulls finally sweeping the Pistons. The Pistons walking off the floor with 13 seconds left. I mean, that was pretty intense stuff. You don't see that very often. And you just see how much of pussies the Pistons were. I mean, this was a team that beat the Bulls two years previously. And the Bulls, you know, were man enough to shake their hands at the end of the game, like most people are. But, of course, when the Bulls do it, no, 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 the Pistons can't just shake their hands at the end of the series. They have to walk off the court 15 seconds early. And just seeing the anger in Michael Jordan's eyes when they walk off the court, that only fueled them to win six more champions. So joke's on you, Pistons. You motivated Michael Jordan's career. That it was something that when Michael Jordan uh, was talking about during the the show, it was actually it's so cool that MJ has been so willing to be interviewed at this point in his life right now to do this documentary with all the the media attention that he's gotten his whole life. I would have fully understood if he didn't want to do this, but he's been so willing to do that. And just seeing his reaction now, just how the how the hate for Isaiah Thomas has, just hasn't left. I mean. MJ is the reason that Isaiah Thomas wasn't part of the dream team with Larry Bird and Magic Johnson during the Olympics. The, he, the way he acted, he just didn't deserve to be on that team. And he had the skills, but he 
picked fights with every best player. You can't have a feud with Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, and Jordan and not be surprised that you're not going to be on that dream team with them. So that was pretty amazing stuff. Uh, seeing how Dennis Rodman was part of that bad boys team and he was able to come to the Bulls in 95 and win three championships with the Bulls, pretty amazing stuff seeing the inside scoop on Dennis Rodman. Uh, I actually saw uh, a Dennis Rodman uh, E60 on ESPN previous to that, so I did know a lot of background about him. Um, but just seeing his crazy hair – uh, in-game, him diving for balls in multiple games, him averaging, you know, some games he'd get two points, 19 rebounds. I mean, that's the type of player he was, and he was huge for the later Bulls team. But just to see him leave that bad boys Pistons team and come to the Bulls was pretty remarkable. Uh, not to mention all the partying he did, you know, nights before games and somehow able to play the next day. I think only Robin could do that. Uh and it was pretty amazing stuff on how the Bulls management was able to manage him. Uh, going into the Bulls management, I had no idea how much of an influence Jerry Krause had on everything. Yes, he was the mastermind behind putting the team together, uh, but the hate that Jordan and Pippen had for him because of the things that Krause would say. He always talked about how organizations would win championships, and it, you know it wasn't just about the players. I mean, my God, how can you say something like that? I mean, you have arguably the best team ever in all of sports. It's all about the players uh, at that point. I mean, yes, the organization gets props for getting the players, but the players are the ones playing on the court. I mean, the some of the jokes that uh, Scottie Pippen and MJ would say to Krause to his face is pretty, you know, remarkable. I've never heard someone talk to that way about, you know, to hire management. But, I mean, there was a time when Scottie Pippen – uh, on the bus, was pissed off with Krause, and just started making jokes like sixth graders would on the school bus, or eighth graders, I should say, to sixth graders when they're sitting in the back of the bus. It was like that, I and mean, it was pretty amazing. Um, and just how much respect I have for Jordan's teammates. Um, they, you know, they were terrified of Michael Jordan for the most part in practices. I mean, Michael Jordan was the most serious guy I've ever seen during practice. And, yes, he wanted to win, but he also wanted his teammates to win, and his teammates recognized that. So for them to put their egos aside uh, for a championship is pretty amazing. And just the footage that I saw in-game and in practice and behind the scenes with everything was amazing. It's footage that I've never seen of this Jordan era. I don't think most people have seen it. So great job to the film production putting this together. It's a series that I will cherish for the rest of my life. So going into Riddle's rant of the week. Wow, first ever Riddle's rant. Uh, there's going to be a lot of firsts today, uh, as it is the first episode of this podcast. But definitely, as I said earlier, excited for this segment. Um, it's it's going to have to be related to NBA 2K. Uh, I've been playing a lot of that recently, uh, especially during the pandemic era that we're all in. Uh, and in, in 2K, there's this new mode that I've discovered that's awesome is the My Career mode where you can create a player and develop that player, get drafted by a team, play your in-season mode, uh, also play a different mode, which is called the neighborhood, um, where it's this park. Uh, and it's pretty cool. You can just join these pickup games uh, with other people that are playing online, like three-on-three, two-on-two. There's a rec league uh, you can join with your friends. It's pretty cool. Um, My one problem is, is where the rank comes in, is it takes so fucking long to develop your player. 
I swear I've been a 77 overall for the last week, and I just can't see the light of day. I mean, I constantly am playing. I'm getting my coins. I'm upgrading my player. And what do I have to show for it? Nothing. A 77 overall. I'm a rook. No one wants to be a rook in NBA 2K. I'm the guy that's getting laughed at right now when I'm joining the court. Everyone's like, oh, look at that, 77. He has no chance against us, who's everyone I swear is a 95 or above. I, there is a way where you can buy uh, your player's attributes, which I think will, is what most people are doing, but I'm not going to swipe my own credit card to upgrade my guy in 2K. That would just kind of be an all-time low. Uh, for my life. So I'm doing it the old-fashioned way, but I need to start seeing some results. I'm putting in the work. I'm grinding. I'm working on my shots. And what do I have to show for it? Nothing. You know, I asked my good friend Kyle Coughlin, uh, who got me into my career mode. He says, that, you know, I just got to stay patient, you know, put in the hours. And I am, Kyle. I am. But I'm just not seeing the results right now. I just want to be the best. But 2K won't let me be the best. I guess I'm just going to have to roll with my 77 for now. Uh, but I will tell you this, ladies and gentlemen, I will get up there in the rankings, and I will be the best at some point. So diving into the next topic that I wanted to talk about today was the MLB possibly starting in July. Uh, the, the owners recently agreed to this new proposal uh, where there be an A2 game season uh, starting in the beginning of July around the 4th of July weekend I believe uh, under this proposal here are some of the guidelines uh, there be a designated hitter uh, for both leagues so normally there's just a dozen a designated hitter for the AL but now there's one in the NL uh, this will be to help the uh, pitchers in the shortened season the postseason would be expanded from 10 to 14 teams, and the roster sizes would be increased from 26 to 30. The big kicker here is so now, since the owners have agreed, now the players' union has to, and this has to do with the the salary. Um, the player salary under the plan, uh, they'd receive a percentage of their 2020 salaries based on the 50-50 split of revenues that the MLB receives. So the baseball world isn't sure if the players union will agree to this. Yes. Everyone wants baseball. Yes. Everyone wants it to come now, but at the end of the day, the players do deserve to get paid the percentage that they need. And if they don't agree with this, I would not be surprised if the season gets delayed even farther, but I have hope that, you know, with the owners accepting this, that this will push the players to accept as well. I mean, they definitely want a season. If they don't agree to this, they're putting the season really in jeopardy of even happening, which is what nobody wants. So I really hope that there is an agreement between the owners and the players' union. I was looking on ESPN last night, and there was a lot of reporters saying that, you know, this is going to be a tough week for baseball. There's going to be, you know, a lot – of action going on between the players and the owners. It's not going to be fun for them, but it's fun for the fans now because now we can fantasize of there actually being an MLB season this year. Yes, it'd be without fans probably for the majority of the season if this occurs, but at this point, I'll take no fans over anything. I've realized, you know, when the March Madness tournament got canceled, there was many steps for when it got canceled. At first, it was saying how there was how it was going to be played without fans and then it got terminated. So I realized I will take 
No fans any day over nothing being played. I need to get my fantasy baseball season back in order. I had a, a rough year last year. I actually had a pretty good team uh, featuring players like Christian Yelich, Jose Abreu. Couldn't get it done. Couldn't even make the playoffs. So I'm gunning for the commissioner, Kyle Coughlin, this year. I think this is my year, but it's not going to happen if there's not a season. So I'm really hoping that this owner's accepting this deal, that the players will as well, and we can get this season put in the right direction in July because we all need it right now. We're all hurting. My first ever G4 spotlight of the week uh, definitely has to go to just spending time with my family uh, during this pandemic era. Um, They've really been here for me. I've been there for them. You know, we've really been bonding over the last two months. I mean, they've been my best friends, you know, these past couple months. They've been cooking me meals, watching shows with me, sharing a good laugh, playing some Yahtzee when the times are dark right now. And I don't know where I'd be today uh, during this time without my family. My younger sister, Julia, hashtag Jaybird. She was here for a few weeks during the start of the pandemic. Um, We really bonded hard over The Walking Dead uh, show, which we've been re-watching, which has been lit. Uh, My dad also hopped in on that, so we're currently on season six right now, and we've watched six seasons of Walking Dead during this pandemic. It's been crazy. Uh, But she currently went back to school a couple weeks ago. Uh, She has a house there, so she wants to spend time there with her roommate, social distancing, of course like we all are, but so it was hard seeing her go, uh, lost a good friend, fa- family member there. So, but we've been FaceTiming since then. So that's been nice. Uh, but yeah, just watching shows with the fam, sharing good laughs. It's been great uh, having them here during the pandemic. So now I want to get into the flick of the week. Uh, I recently mentioned it during my G4 spotlight wasn't planned it just happened um but it is the walking dead it is going into its 10th season right now on amc there's currently nine seasons on netflix right now i know it kind of got a bad rep around i'd say season six season seven but let me tell you it is one of the best shows i have ever seen i recently you know during this pandemic decided to rewatch the walking dead and i forgot how freaking good this show is just the gore it has with the zombies i mean the zombies and their makeup that they have gotten done on them is out of this world and just seeing how each character develops you have a rick grimes character who's the who's the protagonist of the show uh, he's a recently a sheriff before the apocalypse happens in the show and just seeing his character develop from this nice sheriff that's trying to keep everyone alive to just seeing him go crazy by six or seven just because of all the crazy shit that's happened to him during the show. Um, and it's not just him. It goes to Glenn, who's a side character that's just a pizza boy going into the apocalypse that's turned into one of the great warriors of their crew. I mean, each character has something to offer. The screenplay is terrific. Um, I don't care what people say about that show, you have to go back and watch it. Uh, it. It especially relates to the era we have right now. So 
if there is uh, an apocalypse after this pandemic, I'm going to be ready. So you want to want to join my crew uh, that I have. I just need some ammo. Uh, that's all I'm missing here. But I'm going to know how to deal with this pandemic uh, world if it happens. So I highly recommend tuning into The Walking Dead. If you've already watched it, re-watch it again. It's worth it. What else you got going on? Watch some zombies. So the last segment that I'm going to talk about today is the bet of the week. Uh, so right now, as I said before, it's going to be more of a a funny topic as I don't recommend betting right now as there's nothing to bet on. Uh, but I did do some digging today and I found some lines for some virtual sports. So this is for a simulation NBA 2K game. Uh, it's actually tonight. It's the Toronto Raptors are plus four and a half at Houston. Uh, I advise, if you're going to bet in this game, uh, to bet on the Toronto Raptors. Uh, with using them in 2K, uh, Pascal Siakam is a dominant player down low. The Houston Rockets have no size. They have shooting, but I think the Raptors will wear them down uh, and cover easily. I think they're going to win outright. Uh, but if you're itching to bet, um, it's risky betting on these virtual games, I feel like, but I would take the four points that they're giving you for the Toronto Raptors. So that's all the time we have today on the Riddle Me That podcast. I really appreciate everyone that tuned in today. I had a blast. Uh, I'm uploading this, like I said before, to Spotify, Facebook, Instagram. So you can find me on, a, on any social media platform. And I look forward to everyone tuning in next week. Have a good night, everyone. Peace out.